CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey guys, it's Gwen and you're listening to Glam Squad Confidential, the podcast where we talk to the best and brightest of Hollywood pros, hairstylists, makeup artists, manicurists, facialists, you know the drill, but of course, I could do none of this without my co-pilot on the beauty plane, Mr. Travis Cronin on the mic. Hi, ready for takeoff, Gwen. My God, excellent, excellent. You have your seatbelt fastened? Yes, I do. My trade table's in its up and locked position. I am ready to go and talk all things Met. Oh my gosh, yes, the Met Gala happened this week. And I, you know, I don't know, Trav, what do you think? Smooth or bumpy ride? Um, you know, a little bit of both, uh, definitely a little bit of both. There was there was a lot of black and white, but it was still really exciting. And I, it felt very like costume ball to me. So overall, I enjoyed it, even though it was a little colorless. Well, you know, I mean, Karl Lagerfeld, he was Karl. really, um, you know, into black and white, right? And there was so much influence from the, you know, the design houses that he designed for, like first and foremost Chanel, of course, where he was for 36 years, but, you know, also Chloe, Pachu, Fendi. I mean, it's kind of crazy how his influence really defined a decade because for me, Met Gala, everything on the red carpet, I felt so nostalgic for the 90s. And the 90s had been happening in beauty and style for the last couple of years. I mean, all the those kids on TikTok all the Gen Zers who are like doing 90s makeup and Y2K stuff. It's like, this is the reference, you guys. This is where it came <laughs> from. So we are going to get into that. But first, of course, you know, we have like an amazing guest today, Trav. I mean, we have I mean, kind of like the best Holly Hollywood hairdresser of all Yes, time. He is storied. He is famous. He is someone who like all the models go to, all the celebrities. He is also my friend. He he has graced my head with his scissors at times. And and he colored my hair. Yeah. When I was the 40-year-old virgin, he he made sure that that was, <laughs> that was not going to be the case for much longer. All right, guys, without further ado, today we have Mr. Harry Josh with us. Hello, Harry. Hi, guys. Thank you so much. So fun to do a little podcast, especially the the calm after the storm of... I can't even imagine. We're going to... So many big ones going on all at the same time now, so it's good. Yes. Crazy. I mean, this week was insane. Before the Met Gala was that Tiffany event, which I feel like 
every the property was there. So like big, big fashion events, big carpets going on all together at once. So it was needless to say a very hectic week, but alas, it's behind us now. So we may breathe in Which the is country. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. So for let's talk about this Met Gala and then we can just go back and talk about Met Gala's past and sort of like your favorite experiences from Met Gala and what Met Gala means to you. But for this year's Met Gala, 2023, Cora Lagerfeld's A Line of Beauty, you worked with the gorgeous Arena Shake. I did. I did. And she kind of went totally against the grain um, from the theme. And she's always a rebel. I mean, last year she wore leather, no hair, no makeup. <laughs> Amazing. You know, like she's always going to be someone who likes to challenge what people think she should look like and how she should be. So I always appreciate that with her because I never know what we're going to be up to and what she's feeling at that given moment. But she's very involved in her whole look from, you know, the dress choosing to the hair, to the makeup. She loves sitting around and talking about references and pulling up images and where this stuff, you know, inspires her and why it makes sense to her. So I'm always kind of like just one step behind her while she's doing it all and just trying to put it together and make sure she's happy with whatever we end up at the end of the road. I mean, it's, it must be so fun to work with someone who has a clear vision, you know? That yeah, amazing. Definitely does. she definitely does. She's always open. She can be swayed uh, for sure. There's been instances in our past we've done red carpets where I've been able to get her to change her mind and do something that turned out to be a great success. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. That was really good that we did that. X, Y, Z. But, you know, sometimes she just has a really rigid idea of what it should be. And she doesn't want to really stray far from that. So, you know, alas, I'm just super happy to be part of the team, quite frankly. It's really nice. I mean, these these events always really are all about having your A-team with you. You know, the people you trust the most, the people you want to be around on a stressful carpet like this. Um, although she herself is pretty low stakes in the stress department, she's usually cracking jokes right up until she's going. And there was like problems happening with like her dress. And she's just like, oh, well, it is what it is. And like, you know... If it's not going to be the way it needs to be, she's just very low key about all that stuff. But what she's not low key about is conceptualizing what it'll be. She's very interested in the fashion aspect of how this will be portrayed. What's the right thing to do to be different? And, you know, I, I always appreciate that about her. So I described the look that you did on her as kind of like very sleek bends to the hair. But how would you describe it? It's incredibly raw. So we actually had a trial the night before because she wanted it to be as raw as possible. So we did not use curling irons. We did not wow. use heat pool. We did not use any product. Actually, we used a little bit of product. We used the curl bomb. And at the end, we used a little bit of a finishing spray. But like considering it's the Met Ball where I used usually just gobs and gobs of product, this right. was not the case. Uh, so really for her, like we practiced the night before to figure out she has naturally frizzy hair. So she okay. herself has really frizzy hair. She wanted it to dry naturally into whatever it would dry naturally into. She has a lot <laughs> of texture, but she wanted to have it just the right amount of frizz reduction. So her natural is very frizzy. She did not want to smooth it out because she knew that required, uh, you know, blow drying, curling iron, all that stuff. But she didn't want to have that in her hair. So what we did, gave her like a heavy mask the night before, uh, a carousel shampoo conditioner and a heavy mask. Now, what that did is allowed us to then we did a test literally for hair and makeup. Let it, I literally washed it dry for like two hours, just like sat there in the room and washed it dry and washed it dry. 
And we realized the next for the next day, we just needed to put a teeny bit of curl bomb in. But other than that, it was going to be that texture of kind of this natural hair that didn't look blow dried. And she was just simply going to tuck it behind her ears and let it collapse. That was the goal. It was going to collapse around her shoulders. It was going to collapse as she moved. And some beats would get stuck in the front. Some would get stuck in the back. But it's so funny because it's such the art of nothing hair. All right. When you do something like this, which is so nothing, the amount of conversations that go into it would make the general public laugh. Right. They're like, that looks like. You know what I mean? But like, there's literally like, nope, it looks like too much. Undo it. You know what I mean? Like Like, no makeup, makeup, but the hair version. Yeah. It was like literally the hair version of like, how can it look like I literally just washed my hair and I came to this event and tucked it behind my ear, kind of like a la maybe Mary Kate and Olsen, because they always walk around with their white hair tucked behind their ears, you know, like they come out of the It was kind of like, that made me think of that. I'm like, okay, that's kind of like what they always do. And they just let it air dry throughout the day. So it was kind of that vibe was really important to her. She wanted it to be very light. So like if a gust of wind came, the whole thing would move. Um, if she shook her head a little bit, it would move. Um, and and as she moved in pose, she wanted it to like some bits would fall in the front. Somewhere. And it was very a big departure because I just did a carpet with her not even four days before that, which was extremely major hairdo. Wow. We did like a Vivian Westwood mohawk with wow. curls. Wow. So different so it's not like you know it's a it's the way you have to look at it there's a you know like when you look at i always explain fashion in terms of art someone who is an untrained art eye someone who lives you know maybe in a smaller town doesn't have exposure to museums and stuff like that all of a sudden gets escorted with this art expert into i don't know the met the guggenheim you know something like that and they're saying like look at that painting that's like 300 million dollars and the guy who's hot guy or girl who's looking at it who's grew up in a small town is like my two-year-old could do that <laughs> in like, like, it was like they're like that's so easy it's a circle on a white square you know what i mean right. and then then there's all this like no 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 you don't understand at this time everybody was doing tons of color he took a bold step by making it white and making it perfectly circular and trying to justify the nothingness of the picture and it's similar in fashion like where you're just like is it like if you would have sat in the rehearsal kind of whatever the fitting the night before you would see how much thought was put into the nothingness i love that you know what i mean like it wasn't just like oh i'm just gonna have a glass of wine and have a drink and however it dries it dries it was like a deliberate like how much can we put into this to make it look like exactly the way we want it to be well and she stayed on brand with that emotion when she went to the after parties wearing sweatpants like it was kind of like yeah yeah, that the total antithesis to met gala which was obviously such a statement and she pulled it off so well yeah i mean she's a beauty she knows what she's doing she's one of the top girls for a reason so it's kind of always fun i mean listen for me it's a little different because sometimes those are usually i'm so been so done so many award shows and so many red carpets for so long and when you're a hair makeup artist you rarely get the opportunity to really push and do something special for a carpet so these are reserved for these moments where you get to do something major so i had to like sit on my hands this season and be like all right this is what the look is this is what she wants she doesn't want like you know a mohawk she doesn't want short hair she doesn't want a bob she doesn't want this she doesn't want slick back braids she doesn't want any of that she really wants to roll in with this and it's i gotta lean into that for her you know what i mean i gotta lean into what she wants and so i think it's interesting for people looking outside and stuff like that thinking like oh well 
I'm looking for drama and I'm not seeing drama. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not time is it about drama. So that's a part of our business that, you know, you have to just roll with the punches and it'll have to be what it is. And what was her, you know, intention going, but was it 90s minimalism? Was it a photo of a runway show? Yeah, we looked through all of the 90s runway shows for Yoji. We looked for also other parallel designers and 90s minimalism. The makeup on her face was actually literally uh, two hours before that she decided she wanted to do that. Mm. She was going to go barefaced as well. And just two hours before, she kind of like had an inkling and liked a piece of, uh, you know, liked something she saw. And she's like, oh, actually, this could be nice. And this was part of our trials the night before. But she had kiboshed it and said, no, I'm going no hair, no makeup. Right. Um, and then she saw the makeup the next day when she was reviewing everything. She's like, actually, no, let's let's do the makeup, but let's not do hair. So it was like literally something that came through her. And she's like, no, no, I want to have this impact, but still have this kind of. 90s minimalism and you know it was actually quite a coup to get the dress to begin with um yoji does not lend out archive pieces from 30 years ago to just anyone who asks for it so there were a lot of hoopla about getting the dress um this dress particular i was around when this dress was on the runway and i was backstage so i was around the first iteration of this 20 you know years ago or more now probably 25 years ago and I, it was very cool to see that dress come back. And mm-hmm. it, it, when you have a piece like that as well, you have to have the runway body because they will not like, you're right. not allowed to alter an archive piece. Oh, they're not Ripley's, believe it or not, with uh, only the most famous <laughs> dress worn yeah. by a Hollywood starlet named Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, like that was, that was shocking that they let her alter that, but <laughs> they did. Yeah, but the rest of them typically you can't alter. You just have to slip in and if it fits, it fits right. and if it doesn't then you got to find another dress. But obviously she's perfect runway model. So just slipped mm-hmm. right a glove and she looked amazing. And it's a really tricky color to carry. Like white is hard on a carpet. Silk is hard on a carpet. Right. So she kind of floated through the whole thing. And I thought it was beautiful. Well, you know, speaking about that, it that the hair makes sense. You know, she was so smart to want something as unstructured as the yeah. dress. She wanted it cereal. You know what I mean? Just super soft, natural that like if she's walking down a runway, the fluffy hair would just kind of like move behind her, you know, like that no product, fluffy, but just enough kind of a look, you know, and no heels, no heels. I mean, I'm look like slippers. She's, she's a rebel. Like, you know, she's going to do whatever the antithesis is of everyone else. So and she did high glam four nights before. So she's not scared of high glam. I right. mean, like if you pull up a picture from four nights before, it's pretty wild. You know, crazy hair, crazy makeup, crazy outfit, corset, you know, 10 inch heels, you know, the whole nine yards. But, you know, she's just always looking for a change and, you know, wants to, like, be different. I remember even last year when she did the Met Ball and she wore the leather and wanted no hair and makeup. That was just like beyond me. I'm like, wow, this is what you want to do. And she's like, yeah, she's like, I want to be like. Could you imagine being that beautiful that you can go to a red carpet barefaced? Yeah, totally. No hair, no makeup. And it's really just like she is. Yeah, she definitely is someone who likes to have no makeup. Just in general, she doesn't like to wear a lot, period, for any event, unless it's drama. Right. But to look prettier, that's like a turn off to her. Like to be like, oh, this is very flattering. She's just like, oh, boring. She's like, that's so boring. She's like, like, I want to look cool. So that's really her thing. She's bored by typical like, I mean, I guess when you're that pretty. Yeah. 
I've seen this face my whole life. Like, let's push it to do something else or let's just strip it down to nothing, you know? But literally, who can do that? Like three people? Literally. Well, Giselle is one of them, right? You're like longtime yeah. friends and client. I thought she yeah. looked incredible. I yeah. loved that hair that she had yeah. on the carpet. It was sort of like it's funny you created funny. for her, you know? Yeah. But the thing is, she's another one like that who's not going to play into it. Right. Not play into like, oh, it's the Met Ball, therefore I'm doing like full dramatic makeup and make hair do she never does you know what i mean she's just like i'm just going to an event as me and i'm wearing a great dress and i'm here to support my you know right right i mean she literally it it was her signature model off-duty hair that she was wearing yeah Yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if she did nothing to it at all like just rolled in you know like you know so that's just that her and there's a certain group of girls that just like are like that that just aren't into it for that reason just because they know everyone else will be (laughs) right and met gala is one of those events it's a little different than like oscars because it's really more about this self-expression of creativity than it is about you know fronting for a film you were nominated for or you know feeding into that whole hollywood glam thing yeah no absolutely absolutely so and i think that these girls are probably most in their element because it's their peers it's all the people they work with that they know they do have a, a little bit of a moment to just do like what they want for the most part, unless they're like heavily handedly with a designer who's really begging them to be a certain way. But for the most part, they don't. Got it. And and thinking back, was there a Met Gala moment like throughout your career that was your favorite or something that you'll always remember? I really loved the model as muse Mm -hmm. year. And it's not necessarily because of anything I did, but as a carpet, I love that because it was the most model heavy carpet ever. And with all the supers were there. So all the supers were invited. That's usually not the case every year. Like you get a handful and like, you know, but they had like the old legends, the new legends. And I just kind of love that because to me, it's like these designers really, these girls, these designers worked hand in hand to make these pieces that they were come to life and be shot across. So for them to honor models as muse, I thought it was just such a cool Met Ball. So to me, that was probably my favorite to see all the pictures um, just because there were so many models and I love to see models. That's what I just love. I was sort of disappointed that there weren't more of the soups there, you know, like those supermodels, the Glamazons from the 90s, because what I realized, it really hit home that it was that moment, you know, it was really like that pop culture moment and Karl Lagerfeld played into that so much. But as you say, it was also that it was these girls with the way that they looked and the yeah. kind of bigger than life personas that they have. Like, I was kind of like, where, where's Cindy? Where's Linda? Claudia. Vista? Where's yeah. Claudia? I'm shocked that Claudia wasn't there. I was so yeah. hoping she'd rewear, you know, one of her very iconic Coral moment dresses. You know, I mean, Claudia totally. Schiffer was the couture bride. 11 times holds the record you know like wow at the end of every chanel show there is the couture bride and that person signals did signal at the time Karl lagerfeld this was his muse it was either his muse at the moment or yeah. his coming muse for next season uh, yeah. and Tony schiffer did it 11 times where yeah. was she yeah i was about so of these big girls were absent and i know that in the beginning helena and carl like yeah. helena with Carl Lagerfeld for like a year right and like shooting with him so like a lot oh, yeah. of the weird 
guest list that these girls, unless they were chose not to come or they were not know what happened there, but I was expecting to see exactly what you did. I was expecting it to be like supermodel mania, all generations. Right. Right. Yeah. This was in that moment. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't so you know it's a very interesting thing and you know obviously in the last decade maybe a little longer they've been introducing like different levels of celebrities you know which I just it, I don't know it's for me personally being someone who grew up in the fashion business for the last thirty something years and seeing how fashion is I didn't feel like it was necessary to stretch the invitation into Hollywood I felt it should have always been a fashion event right right just like fashion people and fashion models, the way it started. And it just kind of evolved into like all celebrities have all, you know, TV, film, and now influencers. You know what I mean? So so it's kind of like really changed the whole dynamic of it. I guess people will argue, well, that's fashion and in fashion things change and whatever. So I'm just speaking of nostalgia. I'm not saying right or wrong, just nostalgically. I remember the early years and I'm better. Yeah. Trav, what were some of your favorite looks? Um, well, Irina's twin, Bad Bunny, was probably my favorite. Their looks looks like they went hand in hand, didn't they? They could have walked out. It's like a couture bride and groom. I think Bad Bad Bunny was um, my number one favorite. I love Doja Cat. It is still mm-hmm. a costume ball. So I like to see an element of costume in yeah. these. It's not, you know, this is... This isn't just a regular red carpet. It's a costume gala. So I thought that the fact that she only meowed for the Vogue (laughs) interviews and did that, I was like, this really is understanding the assignment. You came in costume as Karl Lagerfeld's favorite organism on this planet. I could have used a bedazzled Coke Zero as well. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they were definitely my top two. I also loved Janelle Monae in that like classic Tom Brown big cage dress. And of course, Nicole Kidman was Nicole Kidman and Anne Hathaway, I thought were like really, really good. I loved Anne Hathaway. I just thought she looked so beautiful. But of course, it was like I almost died when Nicole was wearing that dress because I love that film so much. Like sometimes when I'm depressed, I watch it on YouTube now. (laughs) (laughs) That little Chanel number five commercial. So sweet. The dress is so amazing. And I just wish she would have run up the stairs. So it would have been flouncing. Yeah. Like totally. they, they have done that at the end. Like sometimes I uh, stuff is still dropping today that I didn't see on Tuesday. Totally. I've got that footage. That's interesting. So you never know what exactly, you know, could come from that. But yes, I agree. Nicole and the dress was pretty amazing. And I love that these girls still, ha- they probably have these pieces and it's amazing that they all still fit into them. Just perfectly fine. Like not- people, am I the only one who fluctuates year by year? Like I could well, not- I don't think, you know, all those pieces, the archival Chanel pieces, Chanel has them. And I assure you, unlike Ripley's, believe it or not, they took painstaking measures to alter the dresses um, to fit now in in the way that they wouldn't damage the archival piece and they would flatter the celebrity the most and, you know, all that. I mean, I'm sure it was such an insane production for them, but um, it was fun. Sure. Now, did you guys get ready, like, at the Mark or the Carlisle? Yeah, it's usually always handy and convenient for everyone to get ready there because it's so, the traffic is so nuts to yeah. go that just the four blocks that the closer you are to the venue, it just the easier it is. So for the most part, I'd say I, it seems like to me like a good probably 80 percent of that evening is between the Mark and Carlisle. Most of those guests are staying in between those two hotels and then maybe 20 percent have decided to get ready at home or elsewhere. 
to be a fly on the wall, man. It's it's you know, it's it's a pretty hectic hotel scenario. Um, it's very funny. I always laugh that people don't really see the behind the scenes drama that happens at a hotel like that. But basically, the elevators are pretty much unavailable. You just can't. <laughs> it's like a 30 minute wait. Yeah. So basically, everyone uses the stairs. So you're going through the fire escape stairs on either side, and you'll see people with the evening gowns and like two assistants holding the bottom of the dress as the you know talents trying to walk down the stairs. And you Hi. have like a make running upstairs side by side next to them or a tailor because they have more than one person they're getting ready. Like someone's on the 13th floor and someone's on the fourth floor. Right. And so those are the places that I think people should set up a little handy cam or GoPro. Yeah, <laughs> 13 okay. and four. Travis, remember that for next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely he who walks past all day long and it was just it's very funny and people are sweating and stressed you know what i mean because like they're like something fell off go run upstairs 12 flights and get me a needle and thread you know it's that kind of stuff insane so it is like that it's a lot of high stress in that avenue just because you know and things don't things always without reason there's always something that happens right. a heel uh, like you know a sequin falls off or whatever doesn't close something rips you know, the measurements were wrong when they did the fitting, like it's inevitably there's something. And I think when you've done enough of them, you just learn to roll with it and being like, okay, I guess I'm going to keep my hand on my hip the whole night because that's where the hole is, <laughs> you know, or like right. whatever. The be like, be low key. Um, yeah. So before we let you go, I mean, just these, these products that you use on arena, they were by carousel and you are the new, you were just named the carousel celebrity hair ambassador brand. am i getting that right you are yeah brand brand ambassador it's very very exciting for me because you know I, it, what's ironic is that this line in general is so lightweight and so perfect for that beautiful polished red carpet hair yeah. and you know it, it's it's going to be very easy for me to integrate this into my life because i just do so much like with these events so i'm very very excited to be with the brand that it also smells amazing it smells so so good so even yet the day i was uh doing it in arena's hair she's like it smells so nice she's like, i definitely want to keep the mask so i know she's got the mask in her purse as we speak so oh, there you amazing. have it that's amazing but i, I love, love carousel the original carousel I used in the 90s. Like I, Amazing. So it's a real full circle event for me with carousel and this Met Gala. Amazing. Yeah. So pretty awesome that it's back in the, the running and back in, in a big way, in a really big way. Well, thank you so much, Harry, for joining us. And of course, Travis, I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine what Met Gala nights are like for you. You don't hide in the bathroom of the standard boom, boom room anymore, but it's still on the rewarding. left. There were so many amazing celebrities and looks on Monday night that it, it was just, I mean, even my best beauty gallery had 42 slides. It's like there were 110 in our um, see the best, you know, the, every look of the night. So guys, if you haven't seen all the pictures, if you haven't seen Arena's look, go to usmagazine.com slash stylish. You can see all of it. Until our next episode, you can find all of our celebrity beauty and style news there as well. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Travis. I'm Gwen Flammer, executive editor of Beauty and Style for Us Weekly. And we will see you next week for a new episode. Until then, you know what to do. Stay gorgeous. <laughs>